are listening to Dead and Road TV. This is the Dead and Road Show. I'm your host, Bill. And joining me for the first time uh, is my good friend, Ian. Hello. Hey. You know, I had a game plan <laughs> for how I wanted this podcast to go. Um, but then I was like, you know what? F it. I'm not going to think. Yeah. I'm not going to think about it at all. Um, I'm just going to go in and do the thing. You know what? I, I found that's like the best way um, to, to, do, to do this whole enterprise <laughs> because yeah. I used to have very, very detailed notes for the shows. Like I would get into like, first we'll do this and then we'll transition to this. And I would plan out every little thing. And then in the end, it really doesn't matter because it just it, it it's just a conversation. It's just bullshit. It's just um, right. Yeah. And also, it probably it's it's probably not best practice to open up with an obscure reference that I just showed you ten minutes ago, and nobody else is going to understand. But I I mean, my my entire life is just making obscure references, so it's it's fine. It's really fine. Like I have a soundboard. I mean, do you want to do you want to talk about that at all at some point during? Oh the yeah, show? oh yeah. I, could, I just we could totally I've watched talk about it like it. five times since I sent it to you today. Yeah, we could talk about Eddie. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that. <laughs> That was, it's bizarre. Okay, so, um, I, I don't even know how to set it up, though. Um, if you had an intro planned, I screwed it up already, so. N- not barely. I, I really didn't. Um, you've already, you've already, like, cleared the, the bar for the intro, so it's fine. Um. Great. So, you sent me a clip, uh, of this. Yes. Of this press conference. Um. Right. For, uh, hockey player Nathan McKinnon. Um, a reporter asking him, I guess it's a question. Um, cause I it's guess there's a riff. Yeah. I guess there's it's a question mark at the like, end of it. Um, yeah. actually, I guess I could play it. Um, can you, I yeah, mean, that would be, yeah. Um, hold on. Actually, you know what? Uh, Nate, you know, I know you're a gamer and, uh, and all this, and, uh, you know, I'm just thinking maybe out loud as far as in your shoes right now, it's like, all right, we've done all the thing we can do. We've done all the game planning we can do. Maybe, maybe, you know, just fuck it. We'll just go in next year and just not think anymore and just win this thing when we don't think so much. Is that, am I on the right path at all with this? Like maybe you just guys think a little too much. No. <laughs> just just fuck it just fuck it just not even not even think not even think not even all think. that preparation did all year it, it, look where it got you it got you nowhere it, it got you nowhere and so you just shouldn't just shouldn't think you just step out onto the ice and you know head blank it's, it's brutal it's brutal on for a number of reasons um you know nathan mckinnon had just lost game six of that series they were just eliminated from the playoffs as the number one seed. Yeah. And uh, this is the tail end of a fairly lengthy media conference. Right. And uh, he just wants to go home. <laughs> he just wants to go home. But like on the other hand, though, this uh, reporter I learned is a uh, beat writer for, for a Colorado you know, local newspaper. Uh-huh. So, you know, he's been he's reporting been with, on the Amstel season team. long. Yeah, he's like, yeah. And... I did a year of beat writing in college. Sure. It's not fun. Yeah. You know, writing three stories a week about a team that plays one game a week uh, was, you're stretching 
in a lot of different areas. Um, but so I kind of have sympathy for this guy a little bit. Like I understand what he was trying to say, right? Because he's like been watching this team. You don't? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> well, this is this is my interpretation. Okay. He's been watching. He's been watching this team play all season long. He's been covering them. They've been outstanding. They've been you know the number one team in the league. And once again, they fall short. So he's like, where do you go from here? What do you do? You know, like there were some games during that series against Vegas where I'm like, I don't know what else Colorado could have done to win this game. I don't think I don't think the the solution is to disassociate the mind body and, um, you know, have an ego death. And oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. It did not come out the way he planned it to, I'm sure. Yeah. But um I do I do just have a little bit of sympathy for the guy because, you know, this is the tail end of a very long uh season and he's kind of just like run out of things to say, I'm sure. I guess, but then it's like don't say anything. <laughs> don't, just don't, don't say, anything, say anything, yeah. <sighs> just give feed McKinnon the the same question you've been giving him all season. Was this, just, I don't did you, I don't know if you have the full context of the entire press conference. I know that this, this is the end of it, but mm-hmm. was this this dude's only question? Yes. Oh my God! This was this. Was, this is what he had. I guess there's a reason they saved him for second to last when anybody that was watching it already checked out. It's like, oh, this dude again. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <sighs> no, I don't have it pulled up, but he did the next day go on Twitter, and of course, people were giving him crap for it. Yeah. He was like trying to defend himself, and that was pretty rough. Well, um, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't. You yeah, can't. you kind of just have to own it. You, you have know? to. You ha- that's the only. That's the only defense. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just gosh. wanted to bring that up. It's. <laughs> it's it's because we very watched good. it a little while ago. Yeah, it's, it's very great. good. Oh boy. But anyway, on on with the show. Yeah, on with the show. Um, what do we want to get into uh, for, or I guess next? Um, I mean, I've already hijacked it, so it's up to no, you. No, 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 no. It's perfect. No, that's that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Um, because yeah, I was gonna do a whole thing where I was like, I was like, oh, you might be nervous, so I'm gonna be like, you know, giving you some shit for that. And it's like, nope, this is fine. We're just gonna keep rolling. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the kids? You want to talk about the Zoomers? Sure. Okay. So. So I don't. You'll I, have to explain this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand the children. The children scare me. The TikTok scares me. The Zoomers scare me. Are you me. on TikTok at all? No. No, I can't. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it, like if you're above the age of, I don't know, twenty three, and you're on TikTok, like I think you're kind of on a list. Like you're you're on a list, and I know that's like giving you some shit. Uh, like I, yeah, you're saying I'm on a list right now. Yeah, I think you might like I think you might be. And I know that like, you know, that's fine because, you know, you're not going to do anything, but like I think you're like you're probably on a list. Um I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like the algorithm really like zeroes in on you know, whatever stuff that you like. So, I find that the stuff I get on my for you page mm-hmm. is mostly people that are you know in their 20s or even older and it's just like okay i think i'm i think whatever you're about to talk about is something that i have not experienced when viewing my tiktok probably not um yeah so there is a a, i guess a, a a subset of the children the zoomers the the teens 
um, that are attempting to um, astral project in in well that's my terminology for it um they call it like manifesting or um i forget what the other term is for it uh into fictional locales like hogwarts and um you know i think like river like they're opening a door or, to to narnia yeah but except they think it's real like they they um they think that they can actually transport themselves there okay um and what they're basically doing is um like invoking lucid dreams so like they're they're having waking dreams um and they like record themselves doing it um so it's it's the recording is just them in a room like having this experience but you're just seeing them in a room yeah and it's also um like instructions on how to do it and it's like oh. hey this will transport you to hogwarts if you do this properly and it's like all these tiktoks about how this is like oh man manifest yourself to hogwarts and go kiss draco malfoy it's like also very like um for the purposes of having romantic interactions with fictional characters um yeah, it's like it's almost like if you were to take fan fiction and put it in like a VR space, right? Right. But the problem is that they think it's real. Yeah. Um and so this uh sort of intersects with another phenomenon. Um and so some of these children believe in um that there are cheat codes for reality. Uh Okay. That can bring them I mean, benefits. That's just, called, that's just called white privilege, isn't it? Uh, you'd think, you'd think, but um, some of these children think that there are like actual numeric codes that they can, okay, that they can like chant or say or write that will give them specific benefits. Um, so some of them are like, oh, hey, do this to lucid dream. Do this to shift. Oh, shift realities. That's the other thing. Um, do this for literally infinite money. Um, so like they actually think so they're that, casting like, spells. Right. But they call them cheat codes. They actually call them cheat codes. Oh, OK. Right. This one says write them down, say them out loud, write them in the air. Um, and then some of them are like actually like sad, like write this one for chemical dependence oh wow it's like okay um yeah i'm I'm trying to take this all in this is uh <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot so have you seen any of these tiktoks uh mostly just the screen caps um did, did you happen to see maybe like how many views or likes some of these were getting like how niche is this uh, this one screen cap I have right here has 21,000 likes. Oh, that's, that's pretty solid. Um, this one has 45,000. Okay. This is a shifting code. This code is like a cheat code in manifesting. You can write it anywhere on your body, script, pillow, and or candle. It has helped many people so far. Well, how do we know this isn't just like role play? You know? <sighs> So, but the, 
like, if like how do we know the, that we're just not in on the joke? Like we're watching it as outsiders and we're not in on in on it, you know? No, because this is part of like a new like a the the children are like reinventing like new ageism. Um Okay. Like this one account is literally called Spiritual Tarot Guide. Sure. Um so here's another one, and it's like this one says, Did you know that there are cheat codes for the matrix? Um, this really works. I said this while crying earlier and then I just stopped and felt lighter. Hmm. I'm gonna have to write a few of these down. Yeah. So, okay. And then there's a reply to it and it says, I forgot it is kind of hard to find, but here's the source. It's from the CIA's Freedom of Information Act electronic reading room. The, so the, the cheat code is the cheat code. Yeah, so they think that the it's CIA, from the CIA from the CIA. Um, so they just have these like stored away somewhere. Yeah, the CIA's got the cheat codes that they're trying to keep from us. Well, how did this TikToker get their hands on it? Uh, from Do the Freedom of Information Act. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the, I see. the CIA let this one slip, I guess. Right. Uh, right. So, and then another thing that you'll, if you, if you look through these is that a lot of them will be called, um, where, where is it? Do, 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 do. So this went very quickly from, you know, whatever it was to now like conspiracy territory, right? Oh yeah. There's always overlap. There's always overlap. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times you'll see them called grab a codes. Okay. Now grab a boy codes. Grab a boy. Grab a voo. Okay, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, now that name is pretty important because that is the name of this bizarro uh, Russian healer who was a self-styled healer. This is from the BBC, by the way. A uh, self-styled okay. healer who claimed he could resurrect children uh, killed in the Beslan school siege has been sentenced to 11 years in jail in Russia. So he he kind of styled himself as like a Rasputin figure. Mm-hmm. He said he was this healer. He said that he could resurrect children that were tragically killed. Right. Um. And so now they're like... And he also worshiping him essentially. He also invented these uh, codes, supposedly. You know, for for a podcast topic, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> and so the other thing that's kind of, um, I don't know. I think it's, I guess maybe darkly comedic is that a lot of times it's like, oh yeah, you can write this code. You should write this code on your body or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. these, these, there's, there's just strings of numbers. So then you have children writing strings of numbers on like their forearm or whatever. Um, yeah. and what is, what does that image kind of remind you of a string of numbers, like stamped onto the Ooh. forearm? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, it, so the, it, it's, it, it, the optics of it are terrible. Yes. Um, it's just it's just very bizarre 
Uh, it really is. Um, when you first mentioned it, I was thinking, okay, this is just like, you know, a few people on TikTok being weird, but you said 40,000 likes on one of these. Like, mm -hmm. that's like, ah, man. Yeah, this, was I, th this is the first I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, I picked up on this back in May. Um, I don't know what the current status of it is. Um, but yeah, this is like a, a trend. Uh, and it's just like a weird intersection of beliefs and conspiracy and... Uh... Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's like the, the, du the dude who kind of came up with this thing is like... He's in a Russian prison for scamming the parents so what of... Did so you know. these children were had already passed away when he was scamming the parents. Uh, I believe nearly uh, this is nearly 200 children and 150 adults were killed when Russian forces stormed the school in Beslan in September 2004. Um, security forces entered the building to force out Chechen rebels who had taken more than 1,000 people hostage, and so he was taking money uh, from the parents of these children who were killed saying that he could resurrect them um wow that only gets you 11 years uh i guess one year for uh, convicted on 11 counts of fraud uh in his verdict the court said grab a void deceived people guaranteeing a happy outcome to those who turned to him after the death of a loved one or a close relative um his methods included the use of psychological pressure and amounted to the theft of property and ownership rights Grabovoy established a pyramid-style hierarchy of trained healers, each of whom pledged to spread his teachings around Russia for a suitable fee, and he would take 10% off the top. Wait, so that's an actual pyramid scheme thrown in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you'd have levels of healers and, and like, yep. the... Wow. And so then now so you he have, was like... really He was mixing and matching all sorts of different uh -huh. <laughs> strategies uh -huh. and, and schemes there, yeah. I mean, wow. what what is a cult? But uh, you know, just a reframed pyramid scheme. Like, that's true. Um. So yeah. So then now you have like teens on TikTok, like, kind of doing the same thing, but then they're not, probably not even getting paid for it because this dude's <laughs> this dude's in the slammer. He's in prison. Yeah. In a Russian prison. Uh. Well, I mean, you know, to to look on the bright side. Uh, psychologically if these things are like helpful for someone because you, you mentioned uh there was a comment there right where it seemed to help for somebody um and if it ends there right like if it's just like a coping mechanism and it ends there and doesn't like turn into anything weird then you know i suppose i yeah it's just oh, it's so bizarre yeah <laughs> grab a voice yeah, I guess I guess that's how you say it. That's kind of, that's how it's spelled. Um, yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's like I don't know if it's the filters or the 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 fonts these kids are using, but it literally looks like the shitty like tarot sites you'd see from like the early two thousands. And so I don't know why I mean, that's like the house style. Where it's just, just wait until he yeah, just wait until he gets out of prison and he learns that he's an internet celebrity now. I get yeah. It's like why would why would you even like invoke his name if like he's, he's well I'm sure the kids have no idea like the, the people that are doing this on TikTok they have no clue like the yeah. origins of it right he's in a Russian prison 
<laughs> but like all you have to do is Google grab a void. Yeah. It's not that hard to dig up. I mean, for them, this is probably something like, you know, astrology, right? Like it's just another way to sort of interpret. Yeah, but that at least has like cultural, a cultural lineage, you know? Yes, yes. This is just but for them. It's like it's just like another way to interpret your emotions, right? Like it's just a coping mechanism, essentially. I guess this one just says everything is possible. <laughs> and then it's just a string of numbers. What is that even supposed to do? It's like, yeah, new car, immediate money, and then everything is possible. God, you know, I think this was the original intention of the numbers from Lost. This was going to be the sure. original explanation for, sure. for what those would turn out to be. Yeah. Back when everything was possible. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he wasn't oh, really man. good. He wasn't going to first write Not Penny's Boat. He was going to write the code for a <laughs> new car. Where's Walls? Yeah. Grab a boy will tell you where your son is. Yep. Or maybe uh, not. Uh, um, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, see, this is the problem is like, whatever <laughs> I get into, like, like the, the, the heavy shit, it's like, I don't know how to transition um, to some other stuff. Oh, to what's next? Yeah, that was a heck of a thing to lead off with. I know. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why I do it. That's the, that's the same thing. Like, I keep going back to it, but this the episode we did about. Um, army hammer it's like how i opened with that because like i was fascinated and so it's like how do you spin out of that yeah how do you spin out of that story yeah Um, i know so yeah uh i mean i could play a little i could play a little jingle to to get us out of it that transition yeah yeah yeah. What, what do i got is this it yeah here we go okay references and everything i have is just a reference to something better um so i don't know i i stayed silent during that because it on my end it was it was cutting in and out oh, again i don't know why so i don't know if that's going to come up on the recording when people actually listen to this in but, my headphones uh, it's not so hopefully it shouldn't that'll be a bummer yeah um i guess i could yeah. edit it in but um uh vtubers but I, f- I feel like that did the job though i think that, so that works yeah. yeah so let's talk about cat girls um great <laughs> so um my you want to talk about uh uh algorithms my youtube is uh irrevocably uh fucked let's just say mm-hmm. um because for some reason i started getting vtuber clips and then you make the mistake and you click on one and then now that's that's all I get. And so I mistake you say. Yes, yes, mistake. 
Um, you just accidentally happened to be hovering over it, and next thing you know, I was a little curious. I was a little curious. Okay, I was a little curious. I wanted to see how they. It was about one of them uh, saying things in English. Um, okay, and I was like, oh, this might be interesting. So, uh, you know, it happens. Sure. Actually, you know what? That might not be true. I think the way that it started was, um, there's there there's a, a, a an English VTuber who has a rig that is basically like she's her own video game or whatever, and she oh. has she has a talk show that um she talks to other people on Twitch like other streamers that I've never fucking heard of, and I got mm-hmm. some clips of that. Um, and actually that was pretty entertaining. Some of the clips I saw because the show is almost like a version of like space ghost where it's just this bizarro like talk show with this character. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Where, and she's just kind of like doing improvised um shit where like she shuts, sets herself on fire and like kind of things like that just like mm-hmm. sort of off the wall yeah, you this- can, it opens the door for a lot more possibilities yeah so i think i got some clips of that and so i clicked on some of those and so then this le- led into like the um the japanese ones um sure. so if if you're uh, you're probably completely in the dark but now i've i've done a vast amount of research now i don't doubt it into this whole enterprise. Um, so so there's this one major company of the VTubers, uh, HoloLive. Um, they were originally, they originally only had Japanese YouTube, uh, VTubers, and then they branched out into English ones, and now I think even Indonesian ones. Um, so they're they're expanding at a at a rapid pace of the, all these anime girls. I think they even have anime boys, but I don't think they're nearly as popular because you know why would they be? Um, right. It is it is fascinating, like truly, because um, the the pretense of like a fourth wall is just sort of. Uh, Okay, apparently my brother can hear me yelling about VTubers because he just messaged me, <laughs> which is not not ideal. Well, don't, didn't you say he listens to every episode? He does, but he's not. He doesn't listen live, so he should keep his thoughts to himself for now. He's gonna spoil himself, right? Um. So, the pretense of a fourth wall is like gone. Um, and what I mean by that is it's. There's a person playing an anime character, okay, and they're they're almost always um like an anim like a uh, an anime girl that's also like you know an animal, so like cat girl, dog girl, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, like can shift into no, or- that's that's what they that's what they are. That's what they are. Is they're um like it's just a cat like you know it's a it's an anime girl and they have cat ears like that you know. It's an anime. Okay. It's an anime girl, but they have dog ears. It's an anime girl, but they have, um, bunny ears. On and on and on. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Uh. 
they're playing a specific character. But at the same time, they're talking about like what they did in their own personal lives and their own like lived experience as a person, not as the character. But at the right. same, but at the same time, they have these fictional backstories where they're well, it, acting as the character. Do you think it's like a merging of the two? Yeah, and it's it's fascinating because the audience keeps up the pretense of like this like this duality. Like they don't pretend that they're actually watching an anime girl. Like they know that it's a performance. They're not like that deluded, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um They're not like pro wrestling fans. I I guess. Yeah, I guess. Where they <laughs> where they think, you know, never never mind. We're not gonna go down that route. But No, but like no, the comparison might be there where it's like what what is it, kayfabe and all that shit where it's like like yes, wrestling yeah. fans are aware of the you know the spectacle of the fact that it is all fake and like right but you engage with it as if it's real yeah um i mean from from a logistics standpoint though for the vtuber it, it makes sense right because if you're streaming for many hours to you know sort of fill time talking exclusively about like fictional stuff right that has to do with this character would be a really difficult task so you need to be able to incorporate your own life into it somehow right right then at the same time there the fans are like like wholly protective of the performer behind the character mhm like like where you know if anybody even hints at um like their real identity it's like don't 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 say shit don't say shit like shut up like you know it's like this very you know it's like it's like anti-doxing to um like such a high standard mm-hmm. uh which is almost refreshing uh considering what most uh you know like comment sections uh, or chats on twitch look like uh, especially for female streamers yeah it's like you they want to they, I mean? they want to protect this um i don't know illusion or like they want to they want to protect what they have right yeah by not jeopardize i don't it's 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 such an interesting dynamic um Definitely. The only experience I have of watching a VTuber was when I believe, I believe, and I don't know what pronouns would be. Um, That's the other, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to say they. Sure. Uh, I think, I believe their name was uh, Code Nico. Was That's a, the, that's, a, that she does the talk show. Oh, she's the one that does the talk show. She does the talk show. Um, See, I've already switched to she, but I don't know. I'll have to double check on that. But I believe um, I believe the I believe the performer is also uh, she. So okay, great. Um, yeah. So I saw her when she participated in the Pog Champs uh, chess tournament earlier oh, this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, if I remember right, she has like when she's on camera, she has her T-shirt is the chat, basically. Yeah. So you see your comments scrolling across her shirt, which is pretty cool. Like, yeah. You can do some interesting stuff with that. It's it seems like her setup is like way more advanced than, you know, the run of the mill VTube anime girl. Sure, and, and she's uh, extremely popular too. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, because she can like she has like free movement. She can like get up, and you know do things, and like she can change her like body proportions. Um, mm. like according like like if she activates it, the chat can like throw bits and like just like make her well. They usually make her boobs super big, but they like they can make her head super big. Um, right. Like a, like she has like a character creation menu where they can like morph her body um so yeah she has like a very advanced um setup going on um but yeah yeah it's it's um and so that's that's the other thing so like the the hollow live they're like they can they consider it like a virtual idol thing so like they all sing they can dance they they put out original songs you know they put on virtual concerts um a lot of them so, a lot of them draw like they're like artists um right and then they also play games it's like they're doing all these so in, in order to become a a vtuber on uh hollow live you basically are signing you have to like follow their guidelines of like what you do yep yeah so like like you you audition for the role you don't you don't come in with your character you you audition for the character i see yeah that's interesting yeah so then i so then i got into this thing i was like so and and these 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 characters are super popular like you look at a live stream um and there are like 50,000 people watching. And this is all on Twitch? The the Hololive ones are on YouTube. Oh, they're on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Um there'll be 50,000 people right, watching. Right, because you're getting YouTube. these in your in your suge- in your suggestions. Yeah. Um and 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 there's a whole there's a whole sub economy of um people that upload clips translated because most of them are Japanese. Um Right, and they speak. You know, they're, they're they're doing their streams in Japanese, obviously. Um, so there's a whole sub economy of channels that are just devoted to clipping out and translating clips from the streams. Sort of like how you know, like manga, for a long time, you know, certain ones you couldn't get here, so they were uh, sort of fan uh, translated, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. It's a it's a fascinating dynamic, and then you and then you look, and then you see um, the VTubers interact with the clips. They're like, "Oh, I saw this clip of me that was translated in English," and it's like, "Oh, I can't believe they translated it like that." Because there's one that's like a duck or whatever, and he's like, "They just translated this to me making duck noises whenever I was just laughing," you know, and they like, <laughs> they, they yeah. you know they interact like that, and they're they're appreciative because it brings them this new audience. Like, how can an English audience interact with the Japanese 
characters if they can't speak that language. But it's like the you know, um, and vice versa, I guess, for the English ones, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a really dedicated community has sprung up fairly quickly. Yeah, it's insane how it blew up. It's it's um, but it's just like the. the the amount of effort like they have um they're like putting out albums and these performances and they have these elaborate backstories and they're like building out this lore through these uh you know these songs and uh you know it's it's just it's just it's just a lot of uh everything and so then i'm like okay like you audition for this role and then you the performer is doing all this you're like you're writing songs you're you're drawing you're you know you're you know one of them is is writing the songs performing the songs and also making like the animated videos for herself yeah while also streaming <laughs> and so like you're you're putting you're doing all of this for a character and it's like oh you don't you don't own the character that you are like you are this character that is trippy that is like to think about that is it's, yeah it's like this is you this is you you're doing this you you are the right. character so so what happens then whenever I, mean, I guess there is a comparison to be made with just like acting right like you are you inhabit a character for however long you are performing as them but at the end of the day it's not your um i think I think it's 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 more extreme though. It's like you're you're living as this. You're living, yeah. Character, every day. Yeah. You know, you're you're constantly referring to yourself as the character. You're telling stories as if you were the character. Right. Like you, even though, you know, you have like this elaborate backstory. Like this this one is like uh, the Grim Reaper or whatever. But it's still your personality infused into the, you know, I'm not naive yes. enough to, to to say that it's wholly, it is a performance, obviously. It's not like, you know, um, to say that the person behind the character is putting 100% of themselves on the camera through the anime girl. Like, the, no, of they're course. obviously not. But it's like, right when they're telling stories about what they've done that week. It's like, that's them. That's what they're doing. That's Yeah, I mean, you could set out to perform, but when you're on camera and when you're on stream for, you know, eight hours a day or whatever, your own personality, yourself is going to come through. It's just inevitable. Right. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, what, ha like, what happens when do you want to split from this company? You just yeah it sounds like they have a lot of power you just abandon the character that you were or like right or are they're they're just gonna let you they're not gonna let you take the character it's theirs why would, why would they give it up because they can recast exactly and it's like what happens then yeah like what how does a fan base react to a recasting right and so as soon as I'm like doing this research and like trying to figure out what the hell's going on, 
one of the major VTubers of Hololive um, is leaving. Oh, they're leaving. And like, as I'm, as I'm just like trying to formulate all this shit, like thinking about what would happen if they, you know, one of the big ones is leaving and it's just like, so does that mean we're going to get some answers I, about I, these questions? We might. Yeah. Cause it seems like it's like, Oh, okay. That character is just abandoned now. Wow. It's just, it's just done. That character's gone. They call it, they call it graduating, which seems like dystopian and, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's 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 strange. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm graduating I mean, now. It's like, okay. I mean, if you're just going to retire the character, then like, I guess what, as the company, right? You're at that point, you're just saying like, okay, you, your success was linked to us and we don't want you to have that success apart from us. So you don't take this character with you and say, we're just going to get rid of it. Right, yeah, it's like, it's like putting it in the Disney vault, or like I don't know, it. It's weird. It's fascinating. It really is. Yeah, it's definitely more extreme than acting because with acting you take on a role and then you move on, but for mm -hmm. this it's like you're living through it and who knows for how long. Yeah, and it's like okay, well, what if the performer wants to do another VTuber? You know, it's like. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, are we in a few years? Are we going to see on like IMDb pages uh, lists of actors with their VTuber credits? Maybe, but like, that's the thing. It's like, but it, they're not actors, like, specifically, technically, like, they're it's different. It's not the same thing. Right. right? Like, then, you almost but, can't put them in that category. But there's also this secrecy behind who they're really, who they really are. Right. That's kept hush. But at the same time, if you want to find the information, you can find it. Or even if you don't want to find the information, it is out there because I, I stumbled upon it. I mean, the last thing I wanted to do on here was talk about pro wrestling. No, <laughs> but, but I, think, I think it. I think there's, there's a comparison there. Right. You have like, uh, if you remember a, a popular one from years ago, he might still be around. I don't know. But Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Would always wear the mask, right? Right. And he was never seen without it on like broadcasts or when he's in the ring. And you're not supposed to know what he looks like. That's whole, you know, part of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But you could just Google search him because he wrestled for a long time without a mask. So it's yeah. the yeah. information's there. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. You choosing not to you choosing not to look at that like have that perception, right? Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like some of them are voice actresses in Japan. It's like, okay, no surprise there. You know, it's like some of them did, you know, it, it, it and what they've done before makes complete sense. Yeah, it um, seems like it would translate really well. Yeah, some of them were VTubers in like on, independently. Um, and then, you know, auditioned for specific roles and like things like that. So like, um... But yeah, like that information is out there. It's just like that it's it's kept uh, obscured intentionally. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah, it's it's very fascinating to me. I mean, when you talk about a character on a TV show, you're not. Well, I mean, you can be, but you're typically not talking about the actor. Mm -hmm. Right. Unless you're specifically like 
you know, analyzing the performance or something. But if you're talking about something that's happening in the story, you're not referring to the actor, right? So it's kind of a similar thing, I think. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that that's where your YouTube algorithm is yeah. led you. Yeah, and it and it's and it's 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 just irrevocably broken like that now. It's there's no helping it. But um Yeah, you're you're just in now. You're in that. Uh, yeah, community. it's it's stuck. It's stuck. And it's like I'm I'm not even watching streams, really. Yeah. I'm just seeing like clips and shit. And then mm -hmm. I'm like I'm like going through the comments and seeing like like how these fans are like interacting and how they how they're thinking about these characters and like you know. And like how they're like now they're like mourning the loss of like one of them basically. It's like it's like somebody's died it's 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 really it's really weird um wow. yeah i don't know so it, it's really cool that you had me on this episode um <laughs> it's such a historic episode it's the one where you announced that uh dead end road is turning into a gamer boy channel oh god so cool can't wait uh did I, did I just spoil the surprise? I wasn't supposed to announce it just then? Yeah, yeah. It's ruined. Sorry about that. Oh, man. Uh, should we just, should we just <laughs> keep keep the weeb train going, going and just go SMT now? Yeah, I mean, you were renaming the podcast. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. So I think you have to talk about it. Yeah, it's time for the SMT Power Hour. It's... um, Because I haven't done an episode in... I don't know how it was like March or whatever. So I had, yeah. the, I had the change in the notes. I originally had, Oh yeah. SMT Nocturne. It's coming soon. <laughs> so I had to change it. I had to change it. Um, yeah. Nocturne is out. Uh, and it should be a joyous occasion, but I'm, I've created problems for myself. Um, oh, don't tell me you still haven't gone back. I have not. I have not because I have, oh. I have brain worms. I have a magatama in my brain that is keeping me. Are you going from... to explain this the situation? Yep, yep, I am because. All right, so. Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne came out, and I've been waiting for it, um, for way too long. It's the HD remaster, and it's very good. It's very good. It looks so good, um. And so I was streaming it over on Twitch.tv slash Dead End Road TV which you could check out and give us a follow there. Got to do the plug. Um, and I streamed for like three days in a row and I was having a great time. Nobody was watching and I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, then I needed, I needed, a, you know, I, I couldn't keep streaming days in a row. I get tired very easily um, because I'm a frail little boy. Um, so I didn't stream, but then I was like, okay, but I, I, I want to play Nocturne still. I want to play Nocturne. Um, but then that would that would ruin the VODs. That would ruin the VODs that nobody's watching because I would make progress and then it wouldn't be reflected in the VODs. I wouldn't have that footage. Um, so I, I haven't played Nocturne in like, I don't know, three weeks at least. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's it's been a, it's been a it's been a problem. It's like so. I, what's the plan? What's the plan from here? The plan is to get back to streaming it. 
Yeah. Still. So the the plan. So you're still unwilling. You're still unwilling to play it offline. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I I I have this weird complex with it. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I understand. I understand. I get it. You want that that continuity. You want to have it all there. Um. In the event that somebody decides to start it and they get into it and then they, you then know, they, they can't finish it without a whole, yeah, they don't want to be yeah. without a whole section of the game. Yeah. Now, do these VODs, do you save them? Because Twitch VODs go away after a while, right? Uh, yeah, they do. But I, I, I record locally and then, um, right. Okay. So you have them all. Yeah. So I was attempting to edit VODs down into more palatable, uh, sizes. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm just, dog shit at editing i'm really bad at it and it's very time consuming if especially if i'm streaming for like five hours at a time three to five hours at a time um yeah so then i have to sit there and edit three to five hours um so i'm i what i've decided to do and i was going to save this for the business segment but who gives a shit um (laughs) i'm just gonna put the vods up on their own uh playlist on the youtube channel so that That's, should, you know, yeah, yeah, that that works. Um, yeah, the whole anything like I've seen, you know, big Twitch streamers. I guess they probably are. When you get big enough, you can hire somebody to right. just like do that stuff for you. But yeah, uh, yeah, just just making these videos that are like twenty minutes long and they're pulling from like an eight-hour stream highlights and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's wild. Yep. Yeah. So that's gonna be the plan. Um but I need to get back to that game. Especially... Well, has, it, has it lived up to expectations so far? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like, I knew I knew what to expect because it really is just the same game, but... Um, and you're you playing know. it on PlayStation, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, because I had already played, like, 80% of it because I was like, oh, they're ne- it, they've waited too long. They're never going to come out with an HD version. So I emulated it. And then and then the rumors started kicking up again as I was making my way through it. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and yeah. so then I abandoned that playthrough on my emulator and I waited. And I waited. You never saw the ending. Never saw the end. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm like a monk. I've been like saving myself. <laughs> <laughs> for so doctor. In six months. So in six months, when you decide to finish the stream, that's going to be exciting to get that ending for the first time. <laughs> I know, I know. But so then I have, I have, I have, I have some kind of disease. So it's like a month before Nocturne was coming. I was like, okay, that's coming out. So you know what that means? I got to bust out the 3DS again and finish uh, SMT4 Apocalypse. Got to do, do that. You? Like, is there a connection between nope. the two? Nope. Or, no. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. SMT4 Apocalypse is like a pseudo sequel to, well, uh, not really, to 4, but like, other than that, they have nothing to do with each other. Right. So, which is like, yeah, no, I got to get into that mode. I got to do it. In the end, I didn't even like Apocalypse that much. Well, so now you're you're pressed to finish uh, this game before the new one comes out in the fall, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because they which re-revealed Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yeah. Um, 
at the um the E3 Nintendo uh direct. Yeah. And oh my god, does that look good? Um Yeah, it looks really cool. I mean, I don't have the, the you know, I don't have the history with the series, uh, any history with the series, but um the thing that it reminded me of was just, you know, Persona 5. As sure. far as like the the character um you know, the visuals, the character design, all that. Yeah. Um cuz this will be the first like fully 3D SMT since Nocturne because mm-hmm. the TS games while you like move around the world in 3D um the battles take place all the demons are uh sprites they're sprite based uh-huh. um so we haven't seen like 3D demon designs uh since Nocturne so yeah it's That's a big exciting. it's a big deal yeah um I have reservations um and other people have some reservations too but like SMT people are so weird because a lot of them are just like annoying edge lords um but uh and the the problem is that you have a perfect battle system in Nocturne and it's just like you don't need to do anything to it Mm-hmm. Um. So, based on the very tiny gameplay footage of like actual battles that we saw, um, they've already made one major change, which is that um, buffs and debuffs now have turn limit, which is usually only a thing in the Persona games, not in SMT. In SMT, buffs last the entirety of battles. Okay. Um, unless they're either removed or uh, increased, decreased. Um, but they last the full length of the battle. Uh, in Persona, they last. It's usually like three turns. So from, from someone who's never played an SMT game, I'm assuming the battle system is a bit more elaborate than what you see in Persona? Yeah. So it's... Yeah. Persona is based off of... Uh, the SMT press turn system where if you okay. ex- exploit a weakness or you get a crit, um, you will get uh, an additional turn. But that turn, um, rather than being like a one more in persona for that character, um, it's just uh, another turn for the entire party. So you're still going through the turn order of your party. Um, you just get an additional turn in total. Mm-hmm. Um rather than that character getting one more attack, like, immediately. Um, so that changes the dynamics of it. Um, technically, they're called half turns, but, like, that just confuses things. It's an additional turn. Um, right, right. Because it's, it's functionally the same thing. Um, so, yeah, so th- that changes the buffs. Um, the other thing is that in the DS SMT games... Um, Physical attacks use MP rather than HP, uh, which mm-hmm. I don't I don't like nearly as much as in Nocturne and in Persona, where physical attacks use HP. Um, right. Because right. I, I I really like the um, risk reward of spending HP on on physical attacks. Um, yeah. The trade off in the DS games is that. Uh, everything hits like a friggin' truck and like everything hits like a truck. So your HP is still valuable, 
Um, and, you know, you could still use, lose it if you're, you know, doing uh, demon negotiation and they ask for your HP and things like that, you know, traps, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So it's not like HP is irrelevant. It's just that um, you you lose a little bit more of the risk reward from physical skills. Yeah. Yeah. And it places more of an emphasis on MP where it, um, MP is already like it, it puts more value on MP where MP is already valuable because that's where your elemental and healing and buffs and debuffs are already that's that's already your resource for them. Right. Um, so then it becomes your resource for everything. And I, I don't like that nearly as much. I, I vastly, vastly prefer the Nocturne system. Yeah, um, I can see that. I can see that. So, so that that has me a little bit bummed that they're still using the DS system. Like at the same time, it's like technically the game isn't final, but like, yeah, it's that's probably it's probably as ironed out as it's going to be at this point. Um, is it coming out um, in you know North America the same time that it is uh, um, like in Japan? Yeah, technically the next day, which is okay. Uh, as close as it usually ever is. Like normally, it's six months later at at, at best. So this is right. uh, fantastic. Yeah, I was gonna say this probably isn't the norm. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, so that's really cool. It is. Yeah, they had said it was going to be a simultaneous release um, when they first officially announced that it was coming out this year. I still didn't think it was coming out this year. I thought it would have been delayed. Um, yeah. So it's all. It's still all amazing. And of course, I'm still. You know. Losing my shit yeah, you're, for the game. You're nitpicking. You're nitpicking. Oh, absolutely, right. absolutely nitpicking. Um, but yeah, and then the whole the whole pre order fiasco was. Uh, it was only it was only a twenty four hour fiasco, but it was still a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Atlas Atlas doesn't they they fuck things up like frequently. Um. So they were like, "Hey, June twenty first. At, at noon, get ready to pre-order, and there's going to be a collector's edition. Get ready. Um, mm-hmm. And so then the 21st rolled around, and it was noon, and they're like, pre-order now. Look at this awesome collector's edition. Um, and then it was the link, and it's like, okay, cool. Um, and then they tweeted again, and it's like, uh, uh, stay tuned for the links for our partners for where you can get the game and the collector's edition. And it's like... <laughs> Okay, so right. when when when's that gonna be? Yeah. Um, and it turned out. Yeah, and it turned out. Uh, hours from now, um, first only on a Canadian site, um, and that sold out. Then, uh, GameStop, uh, and that sold out immediately. I had to create a GameStop account to try to get that because I didn't have one. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it sold out. Um, but like they weren't even updating this. Like I'm like everybody's like refreshing the page. Um, and the the page wasn't updating. It was just like people trying to figure out. So like I have like a Best Buy tab open, a GameStop tab open, an Amazon tab open, with a wow, search for Shimagami Tensei Five. That's just see. a mad scramble. That's not how you want to rule things out. No, not at all. Especially whenever they gave a specific time. Um, yeah. So yeah, and they were like, "Oh yeah, thank you for your patience." Um, 
we'll be letting you know when more partners have the game. It's like, okay. It's so weird, when? too, because it's not like, this is not like the next, you know, Call of Duty or whatever. This is a fairly niche thing. Right. It doesn't, right? It doesn't seem like it should require the level of effort just to obtain obtain a copy. Yeah. Um, and so then I, I, I gave up because I was like, okay, well, I can't refresh this page, you know, for the rest of my life. This is this is dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so then, you know, just a, a whole 24 hours later, uh, they tweeted, it's like, oh, hey, um, pre-order on Amazon. And I was like, oh, well, I'm glad I saw this two minutes after they tweeted it. And so I clicked oh, that, that and I got it on Amazon. <laughs> So, so yeah, I was able to pre-order the Fall of Man edition uh, after 24 hours of being stressed out for no real reason. And, <laughs> and the only reason why I want the premium edition is because, well, one, it comes with the soundtrack, which, like, I need the soundtrack. Um, and it comes with um, an art book with the demons, and that's, you know. And so what are the odds that you actually start this game on day one? Oh, 100%. Okay. That's a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I just asked because I remember that you bought, um, was it Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal when it first came out and then you yeah. didn't touch it for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was different. Cause that was just, that's it's a game you'd already played. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because I had just finished my second playthrough. Oh, that's right. Persona 5 for the platinum. Yeah. Um, so. And when is when is this out again? Is uh, November. It's the twelfth, fifteenth, something like that. Okay. It's November. Yeah, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and play Nocturne, and hopefully get into it before that. Yeah. Because um, I, based on everything you said about, it, I've been really looking forward to trying the game. It's so good. Just the art direction, the music. Just the, just the personality the game has is mm -hmm. there's really nothing like it. Even in SMT, there is nothing like Nocturne. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a must play for me. If I ever move uh, beyond the two games that I play and have been playing for six months. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tough whenever you're like stuck playing one thing. Yeah. I know that all too well. Yep. I actually, um, and this is not going to help my situation at all, but I, I picked up Rocket League again. Of on course. A whim this week, of course. Which I'd been out on. I hadn't played in, in quite a while. Um, so I was up later than I had planned to be last night. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, okay, so there's there's a, a tournament every night. Uh, there's a couple, but there's one at midnight. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty rusty. Let me just join this tournament and I'll probably, you know, cause my team to lose in like the first or second round and then I'll just go to bed. Yeah. Uh, we made it all the way to the finals. Oh, wow. <laughs> An hour and a half later, almost 2 a.m., I'm in the final round of this 32-team uh, Rocket League tournament, um, which was pretty cool. It was cool, but it was also a grind because our team was like the New York Islanders of Rocket League. Oh, God. Um, because what happened was I just, you know, play with random people 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of my teammates decided that he was just going to play in net the entire game. Oh, okay. For the, for the most part, just play in net and yeah. not like rotate like you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm just jumping into this, assuming that anybody listening knows what Rocket League is, which I probably shouldn't assume, but it's, you know, soccer with cars, which sounds weird, but it, it works. Yeah. You know, um, anyway, so uh, he's just playing in net. And so that's causing me and my other teammate to be the only ones on attack. Right. So it's just two on three on attack the entire game. And so we managed to win a bunch doing that, but it was a grind. It was pretty tough because we're just down a man like the entire game. Yeah. Um, But he was pretty good at playing goalie. So okay. there was that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rocket League's great. They added, since the last time I played, they added uh, uh, custom uh, goal scoring songs. Oh, okay. So like when you score during the um, the replay, you can choose a, a track that plays. From like... Um... Which, is pretty, which is pretty cool. From, from a playlist that they have in the game. Oh, um, okay. So it's like stuff from the soundtrack and stuff that they've had in the game. And they've built up a pretty big like playlist since, you know, the game's been around since 2015. So they've, they've added music to it pretty much every major update. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most recently for Pride Month, they had a bunch of um, LGBTQIA artists. Nice. So they have, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's become like a meme, but they have uh, Montero, you know, Lil Nas X. That's sure, one of the songs okay, they yeah. choose, um, which I was using for a while. So that's, that's pretty cool. Like all the custom customization stuff that you can do in that game has always been like a, a big draw. Yeah. Um, I was super into the, the trading aspect of it for a few years. I remember. So yeah. I just like this massive, massive uh, inventory of stuff, and I only use like one or two different things. So I just like use none of it now. But anyway, not going to get into a whole Rocket League thing. That is not not part of the rundown here. There was there was a whole economy though, wasn't there? Of like there was a whole economy, and because because what you could do is uh, they had the whole before they before Epic took over, um, Psionics had like a, a crate system. Yeah. Uh, where you purchase, you know, you purchase keys in the store to open these crates and you get a random item. Uh, but there was a big trading community because you could trade both the items that you received and the keys themselves. Right, so right, right, right. The item would have a key value assigned to it. So, you know, they were currency, basically. Um, so, and I spent just an, an unbelievable amount of time on the subreddit back when I was doing this, the yeah. trading subreddit. Got really into it. Um, I don't know what the state of trading is now in that game uh, because they've removed keys. There are no more crates that you can open like with real money. Uh, you can still earn crates from doing like tournaments and different things in game. And then they just have a regular like Fortnite esque uh, item shop where you know exactly what you're getting and you purchase uh, credits to, to, to get those like cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of that stuff is tradable. Um, I think the only stuff that's tradable is the stuff that you earn in game, which is, you know, which is, which is good. Cause it, it gets, it, it cuts down on the gambling aspect that uh, can become a problem. Gotcha. So, 
yeah, Rocket League. It's fun if you haven't uh, if you haven't tried it. Uh, well worth trying, especially because it went free to play last. I was gonna year. say yeah, isn't it free to play? Yeah. Yes. The only thing I don't like, and there's really no way to f- fix this, I don't think, is that it, it's it's a tough game to play with friends if you are like on a different skill level. Just right. because of the way matchmaking works, it's it, you're always going to be matched up with the person who's highest. Uh, ranks in in your in your party um so it would be tough like if we wanted to play a few rounds right mm-hmm. and you haven't played the game probably i'm assuming since like the year it came out yep yeah so <laughs> if you were to jump back in you would definitely not like i wouldn't be able to play with you because that would just be play, essentially two different games being played um yeah because like the mechanics and what you're able to do, it, it really is like there's a learning curve to it um, where it's fun right away if you are playing with people on your level. But um, it can become not fun very quickly if you're matched up with, with somebody higher skill. There was that problem in Overwatch too. Like even in quick play, they would, I don't know if they based it off of like time played or whatever, but like they would match you up with people that would play for like, I don't know, 5,000 hours, you know, so like... Yeah. I would play with Tori and she would she played that game way more than I did and so yeah. we would get grouped up against people that were you know that just mainlined that game um you know so it wasn't it wasn't like skill level it was more time put in right um, right yeah rocket leagues is definitely skill level um and they did sort of a soft reset when the game went free to play with the rankings they changed things up a bit um but you very quickly like when, when i returned to the game after i don't know six months and i've very quickly like leveled out to where i should be yeah so it, with that aspect of it um the matchmaking is really good it just becomes an issue if you're trying to play with somebody that's like new and you're trying to introduce them to the game mm-hmm. yeah unless you just want to like you know, play two on one and, and essentially carry your teammate, which I don't find very fun. Yeah, that doesn't sound enjoyable. Yeah. Um, anyway, you were discuss. Is there anything else with uh, SMT? Uh, I don't think so. That's basically the SMT updates. Um, who knows? I might distract myself and. Decide like, oh yeah, I never finished Strange Journey, even though I didn't really like it that much, and so I need to go back to Strange Journey and just derail the whole thing. It's like, no, I want to be done with my DS. I don't want to. Like, if you had, if you had one person who was like eagerly anticipating that that next uh, Nocturne stream. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, that, that that's just me. I'm that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned Fortnite, so this is something I didn't put in the notes, but um, I did want to mention. Okay. Um, so I was um, targeted by an ARG. Um, what? An ARG, an alternate reality game. Um, I don't know if I've heard the term before. Um, you know, whenever for like marketing or the, you know, weird things were like, uh, they create some kind of little puzzle that, uh, like viral marketing. Um, 
Oh, that you like interact with? Yeah, companies do okay. things like that. Um, so I got a bizarre postcard. Uh, this was a few weeks ago. It was before E3. Um, and it's got like this funky uh, green and black design. It's got some numbers on it. Um, and it just says they're coming. Um, and it's got some shapes, and you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's all it says. And it doesn't have a return address. And it, But it's got my name on it and my address. It was addressed physical to me. Postcard? What's that? A physical postcard? Physical postcard, yeah. In the mail. Came in the mail. I'm thinking digital. That's that's even more interesting. No, yeah, it was it was very strange. Um, and so I was looking online. It's like, oh yeah, lots of people were getting this in the mail. I'm like, what? The, who has my address that would have, you know, sent this to me? It's like I don't really right. sh- shop around all that. Like, who would have my address? Um, and then, so. For some reason, the very first results were like, oh, this has got to be Coldplay. And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Why would it be Coldplay? <laughs> there were people convinced it was Coldplay. I don't know why. I don't know if this is something that Coldplay does. I don't I don't keep up with what Coldplay does. But then I was no. looking on Twitter and I was like, okay, people were mentioning that they got these postcards. And then literally every person that got the postcards, I looked at their bio all of them had some variation of gamer in the bio. And I was like, okay, so this has got to be a game thing. Um, just based off of the interests of the people that are getting them. This is um, going to end in aliens, isn't it? Th- that was my first thought. I was like, okay, this is some kind of alien thing. Um, so then the number on the uh, the side, um, it, it was enough digits to be a phone number. So I'm like, all right, let's give it a call. Let's give let's call this number. They already have my address. Why not give them my phone number too? Um, so it was for uh phone number in New Mexico. Um, and it just was um weird whooshing and whirring noises, and then it said something like uh oh this is pretty weird or something like that, and then it hung up. And okay. that was that was all you could do with the phone number. There's another number. It's it's three hundred ten thousand five hundred eighty-two, and I thought if I called the number and would input that number, it might do something, and it didn't. Um, well, you're already more adventurous than I am because I'm not calling this number in the first place. Yeah. Well, I knew it would. It was going to be some marketing thing, like you know. Sure. Um, yeah. It's like they already had my address. I didn't care, and I didn't remember if it was like star sixty-six or whatever to hide your number, or if that even works anymore. That was like when yeah. we were in middle school and you wanted to prank call people. So I didn't even know if that worked. Um, so I'm like trying to think. I'm like, who would have my address? And I'm like looking around my room and I'm like, oh, it's it's E3 next week. What games are supposed to be announced? And then I remember I was like, hey, there's all these Starfield rumors. This has got to be Bethesda. Would make sense. This has got to be Bethesda because I'm like looking. It's like, oh, there's my Nuka Cola poster. I definitely bought that from Bethesda, like directly from them. Bethesda thinks that you are their targeted audience, but maybe that's not quite the case anymore. Right. Um. So they would send me this, and then I'm like, you know, this this feels like kind of half-assed. It's like there's not really a puzzle here. Um, 
like like ARGs are supposed to have, where it's like, oh, you can actually unveil like what this thing is for. Um, like I can't really do anything with the phone number. Um, there are different variations of the card that people are posting online. Um, they don't really tell you anything. There are apparently posters that were placed up in like London and LA. Um, but they were also kind of the same and they had the phone number. Um, and so the whole thing kind of felt half-assed. And it's like, you can't really solve it. You just kind of have to wait for it to be unveiled that, oh, this is what this is. Um, and I was like, that really feels like Bethesda. It really... <laughs> you say it half-assed, but it, it had you... And maybe this is not how the typical person would react to getting this postcard, but you did a lot of like looking around. <laughs> And you were engaged with it, at least, you know? So in in that sense, it was pretty effective. Um, this, no, this legitimately took me 20 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> this took me 20 minutes. Um, okay. So I'm like, this has got to be Bethesda. And so then I was just like, yep, E3 is like next week. Uh, there's all these rumors that they're going to unveil Starfield and give a release date. And I'm like, okay, it's got to be um, that. And then I just never thought about it again. And then... E3 came and went. They did reveal Starfield. Um, but I never heard anything about um, this ARG. And so I was like, okay, did it just not matter? Did, you know. And so then the other day, I was like looking it up again. I was like, anything actually happen with this? Did they, you know. Because there was the whole thing with Starfield where the trailer leaked like 10 minutes before it was supposed to actually be unveiled. And that was the whole thing. Um so turns out <laughs> and you talking about you mentioning it just reminded me of it turns out uh it, it's just fucking Fortnite. <laughs> yeah there's there's aliens in Fortnite. they just they just added aliens or some shit it's Fortnite. Yeah. um yeah <laughs> it's just fucking Fortnite. um so i i've never played Fortnite. i've never installed Fortnite. um and that's not to make me sound like i'm cooler than anybody but like I, I just, I've never played. I've never interacted with Fortnite. I don't even have the, even though they give away free games, I don't have the Epic Games launcher. I just, I, I haven't bothered. Um, I thought that might be. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I, I've just never um, installed it. Um, and not to like take any, I'm not like anti-Epic or whatever. I'm not taking any principles, whatever. I just haven't bothered because I'm lazy. Um, right. But like they don't have my address. So I'm like, okay. How how did you get my address? <laughs> it's, it's pretty weird. Um, it is. So it turns out that, um, I purchased the persona five Royal, um, vinyl set from, uh, who the hell are they? Speaking of vinyl, while you look that up, yeah. um, did you hear that vintage vinyl is closing? I did. That's a bummer. Yeah, very um, historic uh, New Jersey um, record store that had been around for 42 years. Yeah. Closing up shop. Um, I am 8-bit, so I ordered I ordered the, uh, pre-ordered the um, Persona 5 Royal uh, vinyl set from I am 8-bit. And so apparently they just gave their mailing list... Uh, to Epic, which I am, I am not, oh. thr I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> yeah. And so Epic then used that to send me a fucking, uh, ARG thingy. 
So, man, yeah, I was this. I was like disappointed that I had figured out Bethesda's um, <laughs> shitty ARG so quickly, and then I was <laughs> even more disappointed to find out that uh, it wasn't even friggin' Bethesda. It was goddamn Fortnite. Sending it is so spam. weird that they even need to market their game that way or feel the need to right. market their game that way. Yeah. In the first yeah. Physical postcards. So strange. I know. And like everything they do is like so annoyingly in your face and bombastic because it's like it's for children. So like I can't believe it doesn't say Fortnite somewhere. Like it, <laughs> like just to be like that it's... obvious. But then again, then again, this is the same company that came out with a recreation of like a what is it a 1980s apple ad at the start of its game a parody of it <laughs> yeah. for a game that's being played by children so no but i think the, like no but like their whole point was like so obvious because they were going up against apple so it's like oh we will make fun of apple by doing apple mm-hmm. like everything they do but, is obvious right it's obvious and it was also a reference that like a very small percentage of their um their player base is actually going to understand, uh, you know, forget about actually care about, True. you know. Yeah. Um, but that that whole thing was was a, a mess that we don't have to have no, to get into. No. So yeah, have you played any Fortnite since then? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. This makes me less likely. Even I, I was never really going to play Fortnite, and this makes me even less likely to play Fortnite. Is the fact that they sent me junk mail? Uh, yeah. So. I wish it was Starfield. <laughs> yep. Are you going to... Well, I mean, for Bethesda Studios, you have to wait for the reception to that game before you even think about getting it, right? At this point, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have... I have, I really don't have any interest. Um, especially because they, they're even just admitting now. It's like, yeah, this is going to be Skyrim in space. It's like, okay. Yeah, that was their selling point, yeah. Okay. Like, I don't. I don't think I want that. Actually, no. <laughs> like the no, more, not really. the more I think about Fallout Four, the less I like it. And even like as for as much as I played Skyrim, the more I think about Skyrim, the less I like it. Actually, really, compared to Oblivion, yeah. Yeah, they've been sort of on a downward uh, trajectory. It yeah. seems like for, for quite a while. Yeah, I wrote about it. You can check it out at deadandroad.co. Uh, there we go. I have a whole deep dive into the design decisions um, of Bethesda's more recent games. Um, but yeah, it's like, that's a game where it's not even wait for the reviews. It's wait for like the long-term reviews because yeah. Fallout 4 reviewed really well. Um and yeah, I I don't look at that game fondly <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I didn't play enough of it. I never finished it to really say. Um, but that that's interesting because you were pretty high on it initially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but then just, just like as time goes on. Yeah. In the base game, it's like all the quests are go here, kill X, you know. All the buildings, you know where the chest's gonna be. Oh, here's the Skyrim door to get you the exit out, like, you know, that loops around. Um, yeah. All the factions are the same. 
you know, like the quests have no choice or even story, really. It's not until you get to Far Harbor where quest choices make any kind of difference. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, that all just sounds like they needed to make another Fallout game, so they made another Fallout game, but it sounds very uninspired. It it all feels like a a, a demo test for what 76 would be. It's like, okay, here's how you'll loot. Here's what these, you know, craftable items will do. Here's how the base building will work. Uh, you know, here's how you'll get faction reputation. Here's how the quest givers will give you quests to go kill X. Um and then Fallout 76 still didn't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't look at Fallout 4 very highly anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want Skyrim in space. I don't, I don't need that. I want you to do more with the Elder Scrolls. I don't want you to keep scaling it back. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, why would you, if you think that people are going to be interested only when you say Skyrim, then why did you not focus all your efforts these years making Elder Scrolls six sooner? Right? Like, yeah. And if, if, and if you're, and if you're burnt out on that world or whatever, then it's like, okay. Yeah. Why are you just reskinning the game? And it's like, people, People early, like whenever it was Fallout 3, they were like, oh, this is just going to be Oblivion with guns. And like that game is not. It is not Oblivion with guns. Right. It's its own beast. But now they're just mm-hmm. like, ah, fuck it. It's like they don't give a shit. Yeah. It's almost like it's it's like, okay, the fans only care about making, you know, the memes in the game, you know, doing their weird stuff that they do. We don't really have to focus too much on... Uh, you know, creating some vision here uh, that's different from what came before. Right. It's like you just you Which think about all the you think about all the choice you can do in Oblivion, like just from a gameplay point. Like you can just I always go back to this, but you can make your own spells in that game. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> that's a whole system. Yeah. And then in Skyrim, it's just like oh here's fire here's bigger fire you know like yeah and there's a difference between like streamlining a system and just like dumbing it down yep yeah but we'll see i mean you never know it's true yeah but like from what i'm hearing on the development um is that it it wasn't really in development like in a major way until the last two years. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I have the, yeah, I have the lowest expectations for that game. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair. So was that it on the SMT power hour? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, what do we think? Do we want to wrap it up there? Oh yeah, we probably should. It's been an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, Might as well. I already did the business things, basically. So um, we could just wrap it up there. Um, we'll have to save my new segment ideas. Um, yes. For, for another time. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and you know what? This episode is all the better for it. 
Well, you know, you never know. Um, <laughs> you could have uh, some ideas that would really kick this thing into another gear. Well, I mean, the whole point was that, like, I'm someone who has not listened to the show before, and yet I was coming you're in not, with ideas. You know what? You're not alone. I don't think... <laughs> It's like I, I hadn't listened. To sh- I hadn't listened to the show before, but I was coming in with all these ideas about how to make the show better. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think I think you're um, you're not alone. You're with a majority of um, the world's population. I would say <laughs> have not listened to the show before. It's a pretty good estimate. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty safe. Um, I I do appreciate the. the- to a gamer boy uh channel and then who knows it could take off yeah uh, i do appreciate the seemingly 10-ish hardcore listeners at least at least by the youtube metrics there's like 10 of 10 people um hey that's not nothing it's not nothing and i appreciate it um, definitely the idea that anybody would want to listen to me speak for any amount of time is uh it's really cool. I know, I know. It's 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 kind of uh, it's a it's fascinating. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to give a quick mention? Um, Roger's just been uh busy with his own. He's got big boy stuff now. Uh, so that's why we haven't had an episode in months. I remember when this was supposed to be a weekly show. That was the idea. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was the idea. <laughs> that was the idea. <laughs> it was supposed to be weekly oh god i just have to laugh um but yeah so i'll get him back on uh as soon as uh he's got some time because he's he's busy so uh can't take that away from him um yeah but but yeah uh we'll be back soon ish question mark uh who knows um Who, who could really say who could really say time is sometimes a flat circle sometimes it's um compressed and decompressed and dilated so uh you know whatever um (laughs) do you have an outro i i i do i usually write it i actually forgot to write it this time so i'm like floundering a little bit i mean Um, you only had how many months i know yeah see the things i don't write it's like oh i don't need shit and then i i turns out i might need shit um you can follow me at dead end road pretty much everywhere um Check out the website, uh, deadandroad.co. Check out the Twitch. Uh, I'll be streaming SMT Nocturne soon. Maybe even, well, not tomorrow because i got to edit this. Um, well, it's not going to matter anyway when people are listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> soon, just check it out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash deadandroadtv. Uh, check out the YouTube, Dead and Road TV. Um, Ian has nuked all his social, social media like a smart person. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can find me, uh, actually, no, you know what? I'll quote the, um, the excellent, uh, music artist Lord. Oh, there you go. Who says, who says, can you reach me? No, you can't. There you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for us. We'll catch you in the next one. Uh, take care. Take care. Stay safe. Take care. People say take care at the end of a pocket. I don't think so. That's more of like a, a phone call. Well, you know, it's it's all audio mediums. Uh, you should yeah. take care, whoever whoever you are. I mean, if you've made it to this point, then uh, definitely. Yeah, check your sanity. <laughs> all right, peace out.